This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I got no other open today. Uh, just it. the uh, what's up? Just hey. Okay. I had a uh, young man, Jerry, reach out to me on, I believe it was Twitter, and he uh, wanted us to cover something on the podcast, and uh, you do not accept direct messages. I do not. So he reached out to me and uh, said, could you please cover this on the podcast? All right. And um, I shall use his name, all Jerry. Years. This young man's name is Stephen Hirsch. He's, now, is he really a young man, or is he just, you're just saying a young man? Well, he's younger than me, Jerry, so I would say young man. Younger man. He doesn't look super young. Young This man. isn't a 15-year-old. No, I would say he's in his 30s. All right. Um, He says, would love to hear Jerry's advice on marriage. I'm getting married this weekend. And he thinks you, Jerry, you're a long-time married man. I am a long-time married I, man. I, of course, have no experience in actual <laughs> marriage, which I guess is different than a long-term relationship. So he said, um, All right, here are a couple schools of thought. Now, listen, let's keep in mind, he didn't say, does Jerry think I should get married? He's getting married. He's getting married. So he wants your advice as a man who's been there, who's uh, been married a long time now. What could you tell this (laughs) young man and probably others in the audience who are engaged or thinking of popping the question? All right, well, there's two schools of thought here. And it's going to depend on the type of woman you're marrying. Got it. There's the happy wife, happy life. I hate that. Yeah, I don't like, I, I don't appreciate that, that either. Because it's almost as if how you feel doesn't is not worth a damn. Doesn't count. Now, should you treat your wife right? Of course you should. I just hope for your sake that you're marrying the type of woman that's going to treat you right. Right. Is that fair? It's uh what do you what do you say? Like uh will you rub it's my to be a back? Partnership. It's I'll rub a yours. little give and take. Little give and take. Little give and take. It's so it's not happy wife, happy I life. Don't, I don't like that phrase. It's happy husband and wife, happy life. I agree. Thank you. Look Jerry. at you. Look at Al. I'm That's how about, it should be. I'm thinking about putting that on a sign that people can hang in their kitchens. Right. Or bedrooms. You know what you do? Happy wife, happy life. Cross that out. Okay. And then add happy husband and happy wife. Right. Happy life. That's true. Okay. Um, Mar- listen, for me, it's been fine. It's been good. 20 years. I have no complaints. Everything's great. Um, advice. 
I don't believe in the don't go to bed early thing. Uh, don't go to bed uh, angry thing. Sometimes right. you go to bed, you're angry. Right. <laughs> and at every wedding, you'll get some yes. person that's 78 years old. And if I could just tell you guys one thing, whatever you do, don't go to bed angry. She took your testicles, didn't she, sir? <laughs> you're right. Um, I don't believe that either. Sometimes crap happens and you deal with it. And sometimes you're not ready to deal with it that night. Right. Maybe it takes three days for you to process the information in the situation, and then you deal with it at the right time. Right, because at the end of the night, if you're still arguing, maybe you're both tired or one of you is Correct. tired. There's not a real solution. Maybe cooler heads prevail in the morning. You're not thinking straight. I agree with that. Jerry, I'm lockstep with you on, on this advice so far. So I would say don't... The other thing I would say is don't listen to everybody's advice. Oh, I see. every situation is different. The way my the way my marriage is is not like anybody else's, and the way if you got married, your marriage wouldn't be anything like mine. So I think here's the advice: figure it out on your own. Be nice to each other. I think that's the most important thing. That's good. Respect one another, and you'll be fine. Okay. Did that? The uh, hmm. I'll leave it there. Seems like you had one more. I will leave it there. Um, the only thing I have is I feel bad for people getting married now in this age of cell phones and the privacy and the stuff that we didn't deal with. Now, we deal with it now for sure, but at least for me, we're 20 years in, really almost 30 years in because I've been with her, uh, my wife since we're, Jesus, since we're 17. But I think if you're getting married now or you're getting into relationships now, you can't go five minutes without your phone. Right, and I do think there is a suspicion. There is, and I don't. And here's one. Here's another thing too. People are going to tell you, unwavering, unwavering trust. Eat a penis with that, okay? Got it. Always watch your back, whether it's right. your wife, your friend, your girlfriend, your brother, your mom, your sister, or just people you don't know. Watch your back. These phones for people now. I feel for, I really do. I think it's really difficult because you never know who someone's texting. You don't know who someone's communicating with and you have no idea what's going on. So be right to each other and hopefully all will be fine. Okay. Is that fair? But watch your back. Always watch your back. Trust nobody except yourself. <laughs> Which is your regular life advice. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I do believe that. Right. Doesn't you say mean that? you don't, what's that? What was your saying? You know, we had people posted on in their cubicles and they sent it to us photos. It uh, said, uh, it? Uh, yeah. they had printed out, it said, it said that sort of like that, like don't trust anybody. Yeah, I forget. I, it was one thing I actually wanted to put on. I wanted a tattoo on my back, and yeah. I figured that would not go well. <laughs> that was it. You were going to tattoo it on your back. Yeah, it's like the only one you trust is yourself. Yeah, you know because I don't want to get into it. Hmm. But yes, I. And that's not to say that your wife is not going to be amazing. Right, she will be. At the end of the day, you're in control of one person. You yourself you don't have any control over what she does or what your kid does or what your mom does or your cousin or anybody you control you and if you do it the right way you hope everybody else does it the right way also let me ask you this when you were getting married yeah did you get advice from someone that stuck with you where you're like you know that person was correct friend wise friend a parent an uncle a nice caring uncle um you know it's funny there are, before I got married, I got two bits of advice. One was about marriage. One was just about life, essentially. Who and I, I've this? said this, the one I said to you on the stage when we did the show from Atlanta, when we did the podcast from Atlanta. I'll never forget, before I got married, my father, my soon-to-be father-in-law, I remember him saying to me, whatever you do, make, to, make the day productive. I said, okay. He goes, because you think of it this way. 
if you waste today, or you know, if you don't do anything today for tomorrow, you've wasted the day, essentially. Like you've got to do something productive to make tomorrow better. Otherwise, today's a complete waste. You just kind of live through the day. You accomplish nothing, and now you wake up tomorrow, you're starting over again, as opposed to having lay, having laid some foundation for the next day and days to come. I don't know why that's always stuck with me. And you live that. I try. You do. There are days, listen, there are days I wake up, I don't exactly set a, a schedule and a, a plan and a goal. Sometimes my schedule is full, and it's just what it is. Um, I am not a big fan of waking up and having nothing to do and just sitting around all day. That, to me, is useless. Right, you even hate... If you've got a three-day vacation. With nothing planned? Yeah. I'd rather come to work. Yeah. I don't, you know, if I, I don't want to wake up and just be idle. Like, I, what's the point? So I've always remembered that. And the other one, and I guess this, this came from my mother before we got married. I remember her telling me, you're now going to be part of another family for real. It's not just like it's your girlfriend and her parents and her sister and all that. You are now part of that family. Crap's going to come up. There are going to be family issues. And I remember my mother telling me before I got married, maybe the week before, no matter what happens, no matter who you're arguing with, you always take your wife's side. That's, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that's a good that's It's an a good interesting one. one because I don't know that that's always the right answer. Right. And it's a tough one. Now, there are things have come up where I have done that. There are other times I haven't. So, but I'll, that's another one I've never forgotten. And I always wondered why she said that. Which clearly, when I think back, she must have had issues right. with the in-laws. Early you know, on, probably. For sure. And maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe my dad didn't protect her. I don't know. Maybe she felt one time he didn't have her back. Maybe. Maybe. But maybe then, not. Those were two things, right? I would say all within a couple weeks before I got married. One from my father-in-law and one from my mom. I've never forgotten. That's pretty good. Yeah. So there you go. I hope they Philosopher. Hear, I hope they hear this podcast. And I'll give you... Oh, yeah. Ooh, another one. Nope, that's one it. more. Nah, just I'm one good. more, then I'm we'll good. move right on. Nah, I'm good. I think I gave you enough. You did give a lot. I just been five minutes. To uh, Steve Hirsch. Steve. And good luck, dude. Here, oh, I'll give you one other bit of information, advice, depending upon your wife. If your wife is the type that likes to do things, do things. Don't waste that's your time. True. And don't sit around looking to save all your money until you're dead. Have some fun, be spontaneous, and do some things. Right. Dave Ramsey says, with your money, Jerry, save some, spend some, give some. Yeah, for sure. Don't save it all. What are you saving it for? Honestly. But don't spend it all either. Right. I'm I'm bad with that. You're a spender. I love spending money. I do. You, I, you've said before that if you were not married and having children, you would be burning through your cash. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I mean, well, it's a weird thing because well, you would I'd have, have your, a lot more if it was just me right but and i travel nonstop. Yeah. though i would i mean i would i would have no problem getting off work on a friday and flying to florida to play golf on saturday and come home on sunday i wouldn't even think twice about that. i do that routinely like why not i remember one time remember ray martell yes i don't even know how he convinced me to do this because we got along but not great this must have been when i was anchoring and he was the producer for joe on the overnight and we must have been in a in a time where we were getting along well and we were playing golf a little bit in the summer. You and Ray. Yeah. We played golf a few times. And Ray had the idea, why don't we go to Florida, play some golf, we'll do a USAB, a USBL basketball game for the Brooklyn, G, uh, Brooklyn Kings, I think it was. 
We'll do the game, and then we'll fly back the next day. I'm like, that's not – and this was like when the internet and you could start booking flights online was becoming a thing. And was this basketball game going to be called on the internet? Yes. Okay. We are doing a game on the internet. And they were going to pay us. Not a lot, but they were going to pay us to do it because they had asked us months before. We said no. And then Ray was like, why don't we go and we'll play golf? And I remember like two weeks before the game, I'm like, let's do it. What the hell? And we were sitting here at 3 a.m. in the control room in Astoria as Joe's on a rant, and we're on Continental.com, and we bought tickets. We were gone the next Friday. Worked, flew, did the uh, played golf on Friday afternoon when we got there, played golf Saturday morning, did the game Saturday night, back Sunday morning. I would do that twice a month if I didn't have a wife and children. Or we were saving for education and this sort of thing. As opposed to paying tuition. Right. Stressing out over college tuition, all sorts of things like that. Right. Yes. Paying for travel baseball, blah, 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 blah. Right. Correct. Kids get expensive. Mortgage. I wouldn't live in a house. I would live in a I would live in a condo or an apartment, you know. So yeah, I would hell yeah. I would rip through cash. <laughs> and I'd have a blast doing it. Where are we going this week? <laughs> Vegas. See ya. Because you'd still be contributing to your retirement because that yeah. happens automatically That's, through your I have my pension all right. set up. Absolutely. So we're good. All right. I love going places. I yes, you do. I do. Hmm. Like if let's see, if this weekend was coming up, if I had no if I had nothing holding me back this weekend, it's going to be cold as hell. This would be the type of weekend. I, I, I'm not even kidding. I would love to just go to Aruba for the weekend. Or let's go to Santa Monica. That's the other thing. I don't mind the six-hour. I don't care. I'll take a six-hour flight. Spend one. I went, to, I went to California once on a Friday morning, spent the day with my cousins, and then had to fly back Saturday morning to get to a Columbia game at 7 p.m. All good. I had a blast. Went out, hung out. Weather was beautiful. Went out to dinner. Had some bagels in the morning. Flew home. And I got to Columbia at 6 p.m. Perfect. Right in time for a 7 o'clock game. A little nerve-wracking. But I had a backup on on call, so we were good. Why do you say that? I think this is important advice when you said, if your wife likes to do things, do things. Because there are different personalities. There are homebodies. There are people that they were, they're good with one vacation a year, which is good. That's at least getting out there and being active, but they really do want to save money. They study the finances. This doesn't, listen, a lot of what I do in my life makes no financial sense. I, I am the anti-Dave Ramsey, even though I like to listen to him. There are people that are very financially responsible and it's basically one trip one year per year and that's it. If that's who you married, then just know you're going to have a, a great trip once a year. But if you have the type of wife, like my wife would go away every weekend if we could. She's great. Uh, I have friends that are spontaneous that on a Thursday say, let's go to Vegas this weekend. I'd be in for that. But there are some that you could get into a fight. Right. Easy. Like, I don't know how Gina is. Gina loves to do things. Okay. If Gina said to you, hey, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow. You want to come with me? And you'd be like, no, I'm not going to Vegas tomorrow. I'm not ready. I need to prepare. Knowing you, I need to be off on Monday. So when I get home, I can Correct. decompress. That could cause a fight. Yes. If you're marrying the type of person that is in lockstep with you, spontaneous, let's go. Leave all behind. Do it. Have fun. Don't be that type. Well, it might cost an extra $17. Who cares? What's the difference? Another bit of advice, Craig, I got from Craig. And you Craig Carton. Can always get, you can always find work. Even if you're driving or you go good, you can always make more money. This is what Craig said? These are, he, he always said that. And I've always believed that, In too. what context would that come In up? that context, because um, I mean, one time, maybe it was Boomer, maybe it was you, uh, he was going away a lot with his wife and his kids. And his response was, I'm not getting this time back with my kids. I can always go make more money. Oh, so right. I might be spending a lot now, but you know what? 
at the end of the day, I can go find another job if I have to. Right. So I, I listen, I, I will put on, and you got me into the online storage for the photos and stuff. Yes. You're the one that kind of talked me into that. There are days I started in 2014 with that. I'll go back and watch the little 60 second video clips from vacation in 2014. Fit That stuff's a blast. And it's like, if you don't do anything, like what? I don't know. What do you have? Just staring at one another. Right. Boring. Yes. Right up your alley. <laughs> and Craigie's going to have to put that to the test. He ran out of his money, and yeah. he will work again. I don't think in the way he thought he would. Different way. But when he gets out, he will work again, and he will be fine. And he will put that to the test. He will rebound quickly. He will. So, so Steve, good luck. All right, Steve. Steve, that was awesome advice, by the way. Jerry, a quick update to a story we brought you here on the post-game podcast. Remember, we did the story about the um, the kid in Minnesota who would travel 270 yes. miles to a Krispy Kreme in Iowa. Correct, yeah. He'd buy uh, a whole bunch of donuts, bring them back to Minnesota and sell them. Right. And Krispy Kreme gave him a cease and desist. You right. can't do that. Uh, they've changed their mind. Really? Yeah. Krispy Kreme initially told them to stop the sale over concerns about product quality and regulatory compliance. Mm -hmm. The company now says this 27-year-old kid from Minnesota uh, will be given the title of independent operator. Look at that. This will ensure consistent delivery of our high-quality donuts to our fans in Minnesota. So I guess if they have control over it, knowing what he's doing, yeah, and he's doing it the right way, they're okay with it. As a bonus, it says that this uh, fella, his name is, uh, what is this guy's name? His last name is Gonzalez. Jason Gonzalez. They're, his first 500 boxes of a dozen donuts will each be free. Wow. He has 4,000. boxes or donuts? 500 boxes of a dozen donuts for the year. Dude, that's like 5,000 donuts. Right. It's actually 6,000 donuts. He has 4,000 Facebook fans that called or emailed Krispy Kreme corporate offices when they he got the cease and desist. Good for him. That's great. He posted to Facebook saying he's pumped to get back to work and he's happy to have the support of Krispy Kreme. He is now raising money for a new vehicle as his Ford Focus is on its last legs. Well, how many miles was he driving? <laughs> 270 each way. Once a week or more than once a week? Uh, he a would week? go uh, once uh, once a week. Once a week. It's a lot of miles, though. Yeah, that's, I mean, how that's about 26, that? 26,000 miles a year. Good for him. Just going to Christmas. Hey, good for him. Hey, good for you. Funny. I have time for one more story. Let me see sure. which one I'm going to do here, Jerry. Uh, this was a weird one when I first read it, but then it does make sense to me, all right? right? So, uh, you know, sometimes when uh, you have an infant, a uh, small child at home, that I do. infant I am aware of that. Yep. is more... For the most part, is more connected to the mother. Sure. Right? Wants the mother connected to the mother. So when times when the mother is not home and just the father is home, it's not as easy of a night for the baby or the father. Right. Well, one father started doing something that has worked. Okay. I never had these issues, by the way. Well, you might want to do this anyway. My kid's 9 and 15. Okay, granted, they're a little older. Uh... This man, when his wife is not home, the baby's mother, Mm -hmm. this man wears the wife's pajamas. Snuggles up with the baby, tricks the baby into thinking he is the mother. 
So it's her smell. It's the smell and the feel of the pajamas. Great idea. I guess. If you are having, please, someone try this. If you are a father having problems getting your kid to sleep when it's just you. I suppose. One guy here, Jerry, is taking it a little bit further. He wears a mask of the mother as well. Oh, God. Like so, these are, I mean, come on, man. So he's in the pajamas. He's wearing women's pajamas. He has a mask of a photo of the wife on and snuggles up with the baby. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Steve, don't be like this. That's more good advice. Oh, my God. Wow. Weird, right, Jerry? Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's out there already. I love, I do like the idea of that. You're right. The smell of the mother is what the baby, I'll give you a, the or, smell and feel or, of pajamas. Or be more involved with your kid. And then the kid I will like you as well. You, I would almost guarantee you, not an extreme, extreme case. I think there's extremes to everything. But I, will, I would almost guarantee you in a case like this, the dad is not around much. Right. He's probably the type of dad that comes home late, doesn't have much to do with the kids, and then hangs out for a few hours on the weekend and then disappears. And the just from what I see from my friends, the, the dads that have the biggest issues with their kids, especially the young age, are the dads that are really never around. And they also then wonder why they don't have the same relationship with the kid like they do the mom. Right. Well, the mom's with the kid 90% of the time. Uh, for me, these hours, even though I'm going to die a, a premature death. Much younger, of yeah. decent sleep that we don't get. But in terms of raising the kids, I spend as much time with my kids as my wife does. Even when they and were always in, have. In when they were oh, infants? Yeah, You would feed them the bottles and stuff? For sure, yeah. I mean, my wife was home. See, I shouldn't say that. My wife was home with my oldest until he was probably probably nine, maybe eight or nine, something like that. I'm probably eight. I would say eight years old. So spent a lot more time. But I was always home in the afternoon. So she spent more time with them. But now she works a little bit, and they're in school. I pick them up from school. I'm with them all afternoon, at night, whatever. And then on the weekends, I'm around more than she is. Plus, they're both into playing sports. Which you, helps. And you play sports with them in the backyard. It does help, no You'll doubt. You'll pitch. Yeah, for sure. All this sort of thing. But I know I have one friend who really struggles with their son and their daughter, more so the son. He's never home, like ever. He work, he leaves work, or leaves work early, gets home late. On weekends, got to cut the grass, got to do this. And, you know, let's go out to dinner. It's like, oh, who are you? <laughs> Who's this guy? Dad, remember? So, whatever. Right, I feel this like, has been enough. I feel like we got a lot of Jerry life advice today. You asked. And we're better for it. Steve asked. Steve asked. We delivered. Well, I'm not so sure. Let's hope he gets married. Right. Uh, I'll get another email. Yeah, I'm, it's enough with this. I'm not getting married now. I do often wonder if like men and women are, like, if we should be together in that way. Long-term marriages? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just because of the, the issues that crop up that really have nothing to do with the relationship itself, but cause stress on the relationship. Right. If you know what I'm saying. I do. But then once you have kids, everything is all screwed up. So you can't just be like partners. Right. That's not good. Right. Once you introduce children. It, everything changes. Changes. How's that working out for you? Well, I have no children. <laughs> so quite well. So far, so good. Like you could, Gina, turn this off if you're listening. Like you could tomorrow walk away, clean break. If you have kids with her, though, you, never. Yeah. You're, you're tied together really forever. Right. So it's different. 
Are you thinking about clean break? I'm no, I'm good, Jerry. I'm <laughs> very you happy. You're doing better than most. That's right. Yes, you are. All right, I gotta go. All right, Jerry, the warm-up show is next. See ya! It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFA. Oh, right, here we go. It is a Wednesday. They call it Hump Day Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And coming up in just a little bit, we're going to debut a new show. You've got, what's your show, Buzz No Buzz? I do Buzz No Buzz here. i got mine coming up in just a minute. But is that before right? Before that, I'd like to say good morning to Albert Hainsworth Hughes. Good morning, Jerry. You have a, a segment? Perhaps a I do. A game show? It's well, not a game show. I'm not going to call it a game show. I did the game show two weeks ago right. called Alimony. Right. Which I thought was fantastic, by the way. Uh, this will be a little different. Like a segment like Buzz No Buzz. Yeah, it's quick. Ooh, Buzz No Buzz, Jerry's new segment. <laughs> you want to know what, what we're going to call it? Yeah. Douchey or not douchey? Oh, I love douchey, Ooh, not douchey. Oh, how about that? Do you want to do that first, or you want me to do a story We or could two? do it first if you'd like. All right, let's do douchey or no douchey. All right, so do you have the, um, the, the, <laughs> the production, theme? Eddie? Douchey, no douchey. <laughs> he does not. Eddie didn't get that. I guess you didn't get the text I sent nope. you last night. <laughs> have you checked your phone yet? <laughs> he hasn't. Did you really send a text? <laughs> Six o'clock last night, which I figured he was sleeping. You but sent I the text that it. said, I need production for douchey, no douchey? Yeah. <laughs> does that look douchey? Yes. <laughs> Eddie found it. All right. Uh, so here we, I'm going to give you a couple of clips from Jalen Hurts, the quarterback from Oklahoma. I have no idea if this was yesterday or last week. Quarterback of Oklahoma. It. Ooh, right. college football, Jerry. They're, I guess they're coming off a loss or whatever. All right. And so uh, this was his basic take in the press conference. We're focused on being 1-0 this week. Okay. That's fair, right? We're focused on being number one this week. Being 1-0 this oh, week. Oh, 1-0 this week. Then he answers another question this way. You know what's crazy is... What matters to me is being one to know this week. Okay, he's a kid. We totally get it. And then one more time as he interrupts a question. Was that the same mentality you had the year? I sure do want to be one to know this week. All right. Do- douchey or not douchey? Douchey. The qu- I didn't get to the oh. question yet. I feel douchey. <laughs> what really? a douche. Is this re- Now remember, Jalen Hurts is a kid. Oh, I, I'm is not. Is this question... Douchey. Or okay, not douchey. so I thought his response I was saying douchey, no, no douchey. He's a kid. Okay. I'm a douche. <laughs> I am not. Is this reporter, though? Just to clear it up, do you prefer winning to losing this week? There's <laughs> <laughs> just the glare at the reporter. What do you think? I'm going to say not douchey. Really? Because he didn't start it. He All kept right. answering, the kid kept answering the Fair same enough. exact question, the, every question the same exact way. So you give him props then yeah. for that question. I'd like to send this reporter to the Bill Belichick press conference. Now that would be awesome. Yeah, stare him right down and go, so Bill, winning, a, Bill, are you on to Cincinnati? <laughs> or whatever it is, whoever they're After playing. He says like, we're on yeah. to Cincinnati. <laughs> so let me get this straight, Bill. You're looking forward to the Cincinnati game. I like that. All right, douchey, not douchey. All right, very good. I'm done. That's it. Jerry, there's been reports that there's upwards of uh, 300 cats living at the MetLife Stadium area. So Boomer brought this up yesterday. Then it was in uh, uh, the New York Post today had a story about all these cats because they were talking to an unnamed source who works... Who works there and feeds the cats. Is it Ben McAdoo? (laughs) He's gone, Jerry. He does not stay there feeding cats. They said they they initially brought some cats in because the racetrack had a rat problem. And these cats would eat them. Yeah, would control the rat problem. But now they've gotten so out of control that there are cats living in different sections of the stadium. So they've reproduced. They've reproduced. 
Cats in these tunnels, cats in this tunnel. I took a picture of our cat yesterday. Yeah. I figured I was going to, it's funny, I was going to post, because Boomer asked me about our cats. And yes. I said, well, you got me one. So I figured I was going to send Boomer on social media an update on how oh, little Callie a... looks. Okay. He's adorable. And then I went to post it and I saw the whole mic stuff was breaking. Like, yeah. Probably not well timed. Right. So I didn't bother. You're going to get buried in the algorithms if well, you post that now. I just figured, does anybody care? No. No one cares anyway, but there was so much stuff going on with Mike, I figured let's just leave it alone. That is, uh, it's good that you looked, because I've been uh, the victim of... Uh, just doing it and not having any awareness? Not looking, and it'd be like, uh, all right, like, what's the deal with black coffee? And somebody'd be like, you know there's a hurricane in Texas right now? <laughs> Like, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> my bad. And then you go on. It's like all hurricane. And, like, <laughs> and then you were right? supposed to yep. have black coffee. Yes. You got to. You do have to look quickly what's going on before. I'm you not close. leaving. I'm not retiring. Right. That was very big news. Still within the family, as he said. Now, MetLife Stadium claims fake news. Sad. Really? Uh, they that... said there's only a couple of cats. It's like two cats. Yeah, but a couple to you could be 300 to me. They were, no, they were like, it's like two cats here. Well, we know there's one black cat. That's for right. sure. I wonder what happened to that cat. The Cowboys wanted the cat. Asked, could they have really? the cat? And they Fly were, it back to uh, Arlington? They were denied. Well, I mean, if I was the Giants, I wouldn't give them anything either. You can. We only have 300 cats here. You can't have one of them. How about Bob Dwyer said Jerry Jones flew into a private airport near his house. Bob lives near Toronto. Yeah. Why is he flying in so... Why not Teterboro? Upstate New York, yeah. That seems weird, no? That is cool. Like, he has the Dallas Cowboys star on his plane. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's tremendous. Like, what would you put on your plane? I would <laughs> just, just put... Plain white? It would be a plain... Boring. Yeah, it'd be a plain white plane, and on the tail... I'd have boring. Oh, no, boy. just boring. See, I would think, isn't it Air Alaska where there's the picture of the ex- Eskimo? Yeah. It should be like your bald face. Just my bald head? should be on the back of the plane. On the on the uh, tail and then boring yeah. on the side. There you go. Hmm. How about that? You then, think you'll ever have your own plane? No. Does that bother you? Like if you think about no. life. Yeah. Like you're never going to get to the success that you probably once strove for. Right. Like that's it. Like you just completely... I've absolutely peaked. dismissed mm-hmm. the notion that you'll ever have your own plane. Right. Right now, a 20-year-old, is possible he gets his own plane. Well, it's possible at 50. I mean, well, you could still hit on something. You're not dead yet, are you? I'm not. Right. So, I mean, but you completely dismissed it. Like, right. there's You're no right. success in your future. Right. No, I'm in I'm in it right now, Jerry. This is, Well, it's not going to pay for deep. a plane, though. No, that's what I mean. Fractional ownership, maybe? Mm. How about a time right. share? <laughs> I still fly coach, and I won't. I won't spend extra bucks. Hold on for that's, the uh, leg that's extra leg room. On you because you're yeah. cheap. I need to get to you're the place. Cheap, yes. You could afford first class. No, I could no not. No problem. Yes, you can. Stop it. How'd you pay for your car? Cash. Right. Okay, but you can't well, spend it. Up well, whatever. For a used car. But you spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on a car. But you that didn't spend is seven hundred and fifty dollars on the car, right? But uh, first class seems like a waste. I'm still getting to my no, destination. Not a waste. Fantastic! It's a, it's a waste until you sit next to the person that's eating the pastrami sandwich. Yeah, that literally is three inches from your left arm. I suppose. Well, you've dealt with that. Hmm. Jerry Minshew mania is over. Is over. Sad day in the sports world. The For death you. of Minshew mania. Maybe Nick Foles. Yeah. Has been named starting quarterback for the Jaguars. They're on a bye this week. Next but when week they return. The Colts. Colts, is that right? I think it's the Colts on the 17th. I will remember you. Why? You don't even have a mustache. Minshew mania. You don't live in Jacksonville. 
nor are you a Jaguars fan. If I was Minshew, I'd try to go get a big deal somewhere else based on nothing because he, he wasn't going? that great. But no, he's but exciting. You know what he was, though? He he didn't embarrass himself, and he gave them a chance to win every week. And he was fun. And he was fun. They did Minshew mustaches and giveaways. And he does naked yoga in the locker room. Yeah, he's nude in the locker room, which he'll st- he still could do because well, he'll still be playing. What would it take playing. to get you to do naked yoga in the office? No. Not, one time no. before the show. Nope. Because all that would be around would be me, Eddie, and Bob. I'd have to be uh, high on, like, uh, tainted weed in order to even consider Why that. Why would it have to be tainted weed? Because <laughs> I'm shut up. you on weed, I think, I would guess. be enough. I've never had weed. Right, which is why it doesn't need to be tainted. Hmm. More fake news, Jerry. Naked yoga stretching. <laughs> what do you have a clip of everything today? <laughs> More yeah. fake news. The NFL says no truth that they're going to move the Chargers to London. Well, the NFL, I don't know what the NFL said, but Dean Spanos basically said it. I know there's been a lot of crap going around the last 24 hours about this London thing, and I just want to give you a quote from me, okay? It's total <laughs> Okay? We're not going to London. We're not going anywhere. We're playing in Los Angeles. To see the uh, owner or the GM or something? Dean Spanos, yeah. Dean Spanos. That was on uh, ABC out in uh, San Diego, I believe. They had it. It was with the reporters. But it was funny because Wins called me yesterday. 10-10 Wins? Yeah, and they said, uh, you're going to do this uh, this Charger story. I'm like, what Charger story? The one that says uh, they would consider having a conversation about going to London? They're like, yeah, it sounds like they might be moving to London. I'm like, they're not moving to London. There's no way. The NFL just moved into L.A. They're not moving to London. And then literally hours later, the owner comes out and is cursing at them. It says BS. Yeah, absolutely. And cursed a couple of times. So it's mm. pretty good. All right. I think we have to take a break. All right, Jerry. When we come back. I have NBA-related stories. Al has a really yeah. NBA-related story from Al. This should be good. That's um, right. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Uh, we got a couple more minutes to the top. Uh, last night, the Islanders won. They have won 10 straight games. You know, the last time they won 10 straight games, Al. 1978. Oh, you're not far off. 1982. Yeah. Oh. So you've got that. The Devils won in a shootout, and uh, the Knicks play tonight, but not much more. What else? Greg Popovich, Jerry. He's, uh, was he, San Antonio? Oh, God. <laughs> no, Al. He's the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Oh, they moved him. He wants the NBA to relax their dress code for coaches. He wants to wear a sweatsuit. The way like the NFL guys wear, like Bill Belichick wears the hoodie. See, there's something to me about a bat. I don't know. I don't like that. I like that the coaches in the NBA are dressed up. They look like stiffs. They don't have to look like stiffs. Did did Stan Van Gundy look like a stiff? He looked like a slob. And even like uh, broadcasters, like when you do, if you were to go do an NBA game, yeah. right, you'd have to wear a suit. On the road, I go collared shirt and dress pants. Yeah. At home, I would, yes. The what shirt about a sweatsuit for broadcasters no, as well? No, no, no. Sweatsuits for everyone, Don't you Jerry? want to feel like you're going to work a little bit? Not in a suit to go watch guys dribble a basketball. Pants. What is it? A, a, a foggy, <laughs> rainy right. Sunday morning? I want to sit home in sweatpants? All no. right, Jerry. Nice looking jeans. And a sensible shoes. I would be okay with that. Right? Well, nice, you got to have a nice shirt on, though. Nice shirt. Can't be a No pig. tie. Right. Well, it's kind of like baseball. You ever watch like how you, the, the baseball announcers? Nice polo shirt. Right. With the logo of yes. the station. Gary, Keith, and Ron with the SNY blue yes. polo shirt. That's that I cool. would like. Nice pants. Right. Khakis. I'm good with that. Get yourself a nice pair of dock, dockers to pair with those. Are you into these ripped jeans look? This no. new thing that the women wear? No. By the way, Gina has tons of ripped jeans. I actually got a hole in one of my jeans. She goes, you got to get rid of those. No. No, no, no. You got your own. 
and that's legitimate with She's paying extra Your for flagship that. station yeah. for Yankees baseball, Giants football, and Nets basketball is also your home for Boomerang Geo.